Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. It gives me great pleasure to welcome back Dr. Dean Bonley. He is the inventor of a revolutionary bed called a Magnetico Sleep Pad. He's spoken before the anti-aging community for how this bed can help decrease disease symptoms and invigorate and also detoxify the body. He has taken his knowledge of magnetism to the next level and developed and patented this high-strength clinical treatment magnet called the Magnetic Molecular Energizer, also referred to as MME. It's operational in several advanced magnetic research clinics in the U.S., Phase 3 FDA approval is currently underway. He is one of the pioneers of understanding magnetism in a totally different way. We're going to talk about how the Earth is losing its magnetic strength and its direct applications to you and me. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Dr. Dean Bonley to its rainmaking time. Good morning. Good morning. It's been seven years since we first spoke together on the show. And a lot has happened in seven years. And while the audience could go to the first show that we did, laying out how the Earth's magnetic field is changing, I think I want to just quickly update and debrief the audience with the fact that the magnetic field is changing, that it's accelerating by losing its strength, and I want you to explain why it's happening and its impact on our well-being. Okay, Kim. Uh, we go through a cycle of about every 600,000 years of losing and having a reversal and then going magnetic field building back. The reason for this is, is simple. The Earth's crust is cooling, and they've been keeping the record on that since 1860. And so they know that the crust of the Earth is cooling off. And as it cools off, it congeals more lava underneath the crust of the Earth. And lava has a high content of iron, so it's acting like a keeper on a magnet to divert the magnetic field that is generated by the lava underneath the crust of the Earth, divert it underneath the crust of the Earth rather than allowing it to come out through the crust and making what we call our magnetosphere. Now, it's very important, this magnetosphere, because it protects us from cosmic radiation, high-energy protons and electrons, gamma radiation, all these things, and the because this is a strong uh, belt of what we call magnetism, it actually deflects us away from the Earth, so it goes around the Earth rather than in then striking us. This magnetosphere also protects our ozone layer, and our ozone layer protects us from UV light. So when we don't have a magnetosphere, begin, things begin to heat up. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> right now, the whole southern Atlantic during the daytime actually uh, reverses. In other words, the magnetic field has become so weak that the sun's magnetic field, which is about two-thirds of our magnetic field we have here in North America, is stronger than they have down in the South Atlantic. So it actually is... Uh, reversing the magnetic field. Now, this has devastated the ozone layer there and has actually uh, caused a heating. So we're going to have more and more hurricanes come this coming year. matter of fact, the Weather Service predicts twice as many. And there's also the fact that we're gonna, you're going to have a lot more gamma radiation, which is going to cause a lot of problems with health. 
Now, that belt of magnetism that comes out of the South Atlantic loops up and makes our magnetosphere and goes into the North Atlantic. So when we don't have a magnetosphere emanating out of the South Atlantic, then we don't have one going into the North Atlantic. And consequently, we have a huge hole in our ozone layer in the North Atlantic. Matter of fact, uh, the UV light there, uh, which is the result of back up here a little bit, when you don't have a magnetosphere, then you have a hole in the ozone layer, and then you then you have intense UV light. And to prove that's happening, last summer we the seals in the North Atlantic got sunburnt for the first time in history. Now, the British Geological Survey measured the intensity of the UV light in the South Atlantic, and they found it was the same level as it is at the equator, where you have a direct, uh, you're directly opposing the sun. It's not at an angle. So we're having heating now in the South Atlantic and the North Atlantic, which has caused the glaciers and the ice packs there to melt. So this is really a result of magnetism being lost by the Earth that we're having melting of the ice in both places and warming in both places. Interesting enough, on the on the Pacific side, we don't have a loss of the magnetosphere, and consequently, we don't have the melting of the ice cap. Matter of fact, Antarctic ice cap is growing on the Pacific side. And in their interview with the uh, Russian scientists, they say, well, the ice cap there isn't growing because they're also in on the Pacific side as far as the magnetosphere is concerned. So uh, right now, our problem is not CO2. It's loss of magnetic field. And this is continuing to accelerate the U.S. Uh, well, NASA announced in 2005 that we would lose our magnetic field, and we'd have what we call a reversal, because the sun's magnetic field would be stronger than ours, within 800 years. But uh, they were measuring the same things I were measuring, and that's the growth of the reversal in the South Atlantic. And But that is... Uh, actually accelerated at a much more rapid rate than they anticipated. So now uh, we could probably move that up a long ways. As a matter of fact, uh, probably won't be 800 years, but it'll be a lot less. So that's what's going on. Now, what happens when we lose our magnetosphere uh, during the daytime? Well, then we just talked about it. We lose our ozone layer, and then we get this high UV light. We have, so we'll have a lot more hurricanes, but more than that, we're going to have a lot more earthquakes because, you see, the magnetosphere of the Earth rubbing against the magnetosphere of the sun was what makes our Earth spin. And if you, if you have then uh, weak on the Atlantic side and strong on the Pacific side, then it's like a tire out around, so it's bumping its way around the sun in its orbit and as it spins. And this is what's causing our major problem right now. See, You see the north magnetic pole gyrates at the rate of about 34 miles a day, so it's wobbling that, that much. And when you have the uh, wobble on the Earth like that, then you actually are shaking loose the plates, and so there's going to be a lot more earthquakes, especially over the next year. 
uh, starting in the fall and over the next 2012, because that's when the sun's uh, coronal mass ejections, in other words, sun flares, are the greatest, and so it'll cause the greatest amount of wobble. Now, it's said that we're in a maunder minimum. How would the low activity of the sun relate to the magnetic field? And actually, uh, you've got to look at these coronal mass ejections like great flares coming off the sun. And they they have pictures of them, what have you. But a lot of the flare returns back instead of going out into space and back into the, like any magnet, it returns back into the sun. And so we're in a reverse uh, magnetic field right now, and that's what was causing the cooling and what have you. And it's actually, this is a bad thing because it actually sucks some of our magnetic field back off to the sun when this happens, so we even lose more. And when this happened in 2006, we lost a, a great deal of our magnetosphere sucked back to the sun. How do we know for sure that the magnetic field of the Earth is decreasing at a rapid level? Because uh, NASA sent up uh, five uh, of their satellites to measure this, and this was in 2008, and they actually measured the whole Earth magnetic field, and they could compare that with what they measured in 1980, and in, in the actual, where they did it on the ground in 2000. Pardon me, in 1908, so they could get an idea of the loss of the magnetic field and how fast it's accelerating. So, uh, no, there's actually pictures on the web that you can actually see the hole in the magnetosphere and uh, that they, from their, from the spacecrafts. And they also measured <clears throat> with these spacecrafts the amount of cosmic radiation that's flowing into our magnetosphere and and coming in to expose our Earth. And it is, uh, let's put it this way, it's up by 30 to 50% over what it was previous to 2006. That's scary. Before we talk about your Magnetico sleep pad and all of the benefits with health and the body, I wanted to ask you, seven years after our first interview, we know way more information about what's happening on the Earth with the sun, with the moon. What is your greatest concern knowing what you know right now? It's just exactly what we're talking about here. 2012 is a year of a very high uh, coronal mass ejection. We call it sun flares. And this is going to have a devastating effect on our magnetosphere and our ozone layer. So uh, we're very fortunate in North America uh, because we have actually the strongest magnetic field on this on the Atlantic side of the Earth. But the South America is going to be, uh, let's put it this way, devastated with the um, increased gamma radiation and lack of magnetic field. In our research with mice, we found that when we get down to just 20% of our present magnetic field, which is very weak, we actually, which would cause a reversal, the uh, mice went into slow motion and began to die. 
So we can't stand a reversed magnetic field for long periods of time. For short periods of time, your brain puts out a strong enough electromagnetic field to keep the body uh, going. But when you get down uh, over a longer period of time, when we're talking about 24 hours, then we have some very devastating effects. Now, fortunately, the Earth turns, and, and so we have a, a bit more magnetic field at night than we do at the daytime when the sun's magnetic field is pushing ours back in the Earth. So uh, but there's going to be a great impact on health during next year uh, when we have a very strong sun magnetic field coming uh, against our Earth magnetic field, pushing it back into the, into the Earth. Now, it's likely that most of the world will never have this magnetico sleep pad. So what are most people going to do, Dean? Well, they're just going to get sick. And that's the, uh, actually, uh, I predict that the siesta will come into vogue next year to a great extent because people during the middle of the day when they're going to be most vulnerable are going to take a rest. And that would be a very good idea. They'll find that that, that is the best way to counteract the lack of magnetic field. And that's in any hemisphere? Uh, any hemisphere, the southern hemisphere especially, northern hemisphere not as much, but we will somewhat be affected too. Now, what we've learned since I talked to you last, that we, what we suspected all along, remember we talked about anti-aging and, uh, by enhancing the earth magnetic field? By enhancing the earth magnetic field by 10 times, we showed that insects live 10 times longer and that human tissue cultures live 10 times pardon me, live two and a half times longer, and mice live two and a half times longer. So you can actually enhance life expand by increasing the magnetic field, or you can reduce it and shorten lifespan. So we have this factor to look at. Now, knowing that, we figured it must be free radicals because free radicals are what cause aging. These are incomplete combustion products that are made in the body because you don't have enough energy to make the chemical reactions go to completion. And it also is other uh, environmental toxins. They're all free radicals too. So these things are continually uh, bombarding the body. Now, we found in another independent study done by Dr. Norm Sheely that actually people sleeping on the magnetic pad the night before build up their electromagnetic field of their body to the point where they had 80% less free radicals even at 3 o'clock in the afternoon after sleeping on the magnetic pad the night before. You see, so... uh, when the earth magnetic field runs down, we don't get the recharging at night that we need, and most people don't get enough sleep. So if you sleep on the magnetic pad, then you recharge faster, and so you're running with a stronger electromagnetic field coming from the brain. We call this vitality. It's the same thing as vitality. And when you have a stronger uh, electromagnetic field coming uh, from the brain to the body, well, then you can withstand lower magnetic fields during the day and more stress during the day and less free radicals, which age you. And isn't it true that being bombarded with X-rays and gamma rays would increase your free radical damage of your body a hundredfold? Dramatically. Matter of fact, uh, I'll tell you how, how important this thing is next year. The NASA scientists and other space scientists are saying now that we're going to be subjected to massive brownouts and blackouts, 
and we're going to have major problems with telecommunication, knocking out the uh, satellite telecommunications. This is next year. That's what they're predicting. Uh, So I'm just parroting what they're saying. I uh, am not, uh, let's put it this way, I can't foretell the future, and nobody knows, but they're just looking at what happened on April this year, on things actually on Valentine's Day in China, and we had just a little sun flare then, and it knocked out all telecommunication in in all of China for one whole day. So uh, they're looking at these evidences and are predicting some pretty dramatic things for next year. And you can imagine with brownouts and no air conditioning working, it's not going to be much fun. You know, I always try to be dispassionate when I'm listening for data, and yet I'm passionate about being discerning. I totally get what you're saying about NASA's reports. The only problem I have with NASA is they lie about a lot of things, too. In terms of the factual things that can be verified, I'm all for it. But my question to you next is... Nikon first developed their version of a magnetic bed. What makes yours different? Magnetic pads, yeah. Correct. And Japan, Japan Life and, and Nikon started around the same time. And that's about 25 years ago, 30 years ago almost. And what they did, because they understood that because from Chinese from <laughs> for the thousand years used little tiny shower curtain magnets to take and do acupuncture on the body. And I knew this from a class I'd taken from a Chinese MD back in 1964. And so they were using these little tiny magnets all over a magnetic pad and doing acupuncture all night long, every night. And they were getting a lot of relief of pain because acupuncture does work by increasing electrical flow and blood flow to the area where the magnet is. And so if you had it all over the body, well, then you get rid of a lot of aches and pains in a hurry. And it was effective, but... They broke the rules of acupuncture because the rules of acupuncture say that one treatment a week is all you should be giving or you'll deplete the chi, which is the vitality or the ability of the brain to put out a higher electrical uh, flow to the area of the body wherever the magnets are. So it's that increased electrical and blood flow that takes away the pain. And when you deplete the deplete the electrical flow within your back and where you started. And a matter of fact, in the study at the University of Alberta where I first became aware of this, they were treating asthma and the people better at first, they thought it was wonderful. And then uh, three months later, they no longer had the benefits. As a matter of fact, they were getting worse than they were to begin with. And they wanted to know why. And that's, they had us measure the magnets because they thought they'd run down or something. And I knew from looking at their device that actually all they were doing is doing acupuncture and you can't do that every day. So I told them what they were doing and they stopped the whole project. So from there I went and thought, well, we better check and see if putting a magnet on the body actually does the same thing as the acupuncture needle. And we could measure that with our equipment, the increased electrical flow and the increased blood flow. And so we knew that Chinese Chinese had been right for thousands of years. So then we said, well, the Earth magnetic field doesn't do that. 
So why don't we make an Earth-type magnetic bed that has the magnetic field coming out of the sky in the northern hemisphere and into the Earth? So it's a one-direction of magnetic field. And so that's how we made the first magnetic bed that actually was not bipolar. In other words, uh, we had to put a lot more magnets and block magnets in, put them close enough together so it acted like one big magnet. So you had the magnetic field going one way through the body and not a reversing field. Now, we didn't know at that time what was actually happening in the body as far as why this worked better than a bipolar field. So we went to studying the physics and quantum physics, and I discovered a formula that explained it. It's called the Lamar formula, and that explained what was happening. When you reverse the magnetic field of the Earth, the, the body actually laid in when you actually had your cellular division, well, then you actually slowed down the valence electrons and stopped the charge on them from building up, and you actually decreased the charge, and you actually then stopped chemical reactions rather than sped them up. Now, I should probably uh, review that, how that actually happens. You see, in the first two hours of sleep, you produce most of your human growth hormone. Right. That, that makes your cells divide. And those cells, while they're still in the liquid state as they're dividing, then the, the atoms of the, of the new cells then orientate themselves to the magnetic field. And that means simply that they're going to be dextro or levo. In other words, right-hand spin on the valence electron or, uh, or left-hand spin. And with the magnetic field we have in the, in the northern hemisphere, it means that we're going to have the valence electrons going counterclockwise rather than clockwise, opposite in the southern hemisphere. And this, then, if you enhance the magnetic field of the Earth, in other words, have it going the same direction as the Earth, then you will speed up the valence electrons according to the Lamar formula. And when you speed them up, they cut more lines of flex and they get more charge on them. So when they're charged up more, then they become far more chemically active. And the formula says this leads to precession in electron transfer, which is the basis of all chemistry. So by increasing the magnetic field, we can enhance chemistry by reversing it uh, so that it's not natural we can stop chemistry and when you put a tiny little magnet on your body you're speeding up some and slowing some down because the magnetic field loops around from one side of the magnet to the other and that sets off the emergency which is identical to that of acupuncture matter of fact dr saul Liss measured the the hormone changes and he found that the hormone changes were identical to that of acupuncture you got a from a tiny little magnet placed on the hand. He got a 45% increase in bed endorphins. That's the bed endorphins are actually a, a form of morphine, you might say, to reduce pain that the body actually puts out. The brain actually puts it out in bed endorphins for pain reduction. And then the second thing he found it produced 32% more secretin. That's the feel-good hormone, and. Thirdly, he found that he got 17% more ACTH, which was the precursor to adrenaline and a reduction to cortisol. Now, now, this is all with just the regular magnets, not your bed. No, no, this is just with a little tiny magnet placed on the hand, a shower curtain magnet. So if you have a bipolar field, like everybody was doing, like Nikon and Japan Life and everybody since, except for us, then you get this emergency response which is good on short-term, but uh, devastating on long-term because you're depleting the 
chi or the vitality because the body then has to put out a lot more electricity to that area, otherwise, otherwise the cells would die. The increased electricity makes its own electromagnetic field, which protects the cells. So you really pioneered the one-way magnet, a unidirectional magnetic field, to enhance the Earth's electromagnetic field, correct? That's right, and we've patented that. Have you had a lot of challenges to your path? Have you been attacked much? Have you had people come out against you at all? Yeah, you kind of expect these kind of attacks from people that have no background in, in physics and physiology and, and haven't bothered to really look up things like the Lamar formula and find out how they apply to the body. And So, you know, you're always, anybody that's out in front is always going to get shot at. You know that. Yes, of course. I was getting kind of discouraged. You know, I got quack busters were after me and, and the medical profession itself said, oh, this can't be and how come somebody hasn't thought of it before and so forth. And one day I was in my office and I got this call from a man with a German brogue and, and he started asking me all kinds of questions on quantum physics. And I said, who are you anyhow? Well, he says, I'm head of the U.S. Fusion Program and <laughs> we, want to congratu- we want to congratulate you. We're just coming to the same conclusions that you have regarding magnetism and its effect on atoms. And uh, he uh, uh, was very gracious and sent me a lot of very confidential data and stuff. So there you there you have it. I I needed that little encouragement at that time, and uh, so I went on full force since then. And we went on from there to pre- to invent the magnetic molecular energizer with a ten thousand pound DC electromagnet that has the magnetic field going the right way through the body, which does absolutely marvelous things. It grows brain, it grows hearts, and grows uh, herniated discs. And, as a matter of fact, it's so so dramatic. I actually healed a completely broken bone in the arm of a young man in three and a half hours. I'm so excited by what you're talking about. I want to even pull back just a little bit because I want to go into this. First of all, I think it's great that that man called you. The U.S. Fusion Program, that's huge. The angels come in all forms, and so does the reinforcement that you're on the right track. Maybe the smaller agencies are the ones attacking and people with less ability and knowledge and expertise who are not in front of everything and people that are scared financially that what you're bringing into being is going to, quote, chip away at their business. But all pioneers go through this. And yet a lot of times you get your encouragement behind the scenes, (laughs) as you've just displayed. So I'm very, very excited. I want to talk about the MME. Is it like an MRI? Describe what the MME does. It looks a great deal like an open MRI. And what does it do exactly? It actually just makes a very, very strong electromagnetic field, the same level as an MRI that goes from above you to below you. In other words, the same direction as the Earth magnetic field. And you put the patient in that, and and that speeds up the valence electrons on the atoms, so they're going in that case, about 10,000 times faster, and they're actually cutting that many more lines of flux. So the charge goes up uh, very, very high, up as high as a million times the charge. So this is a, it's a big deal. And that's why you can get speed healing, because the chemistry is so dramatically enhanced, or we might say catalyzed. Well, let's talk about the different applications for this, because obviously this is an out-of-this-world device. 
Who would be going in? Talk about the different applications. Who would want to come in and go through the MME experience? Well, people with strokes, we've treated a lot of people with strokes who are able to regenerate the brain. People with Parkinson's, we've been able to regenerate the cells in the substantia nigra so they have more dopamine. Uh, people with MS, we've been able to repair the the scar tissue on the nerves in the brain so that they get their function. Uh, these are all people that we uh, really work with, but probably the most exciting, the newest thing right now, oh yeah, and I should, while we're on neurology, we've treated over 100 cerebral palsy children with at least 90% of them having substantial improvement. Matter of fact, one little boy came to us with virtually no uh cerebellum, uh, no uh, cerebrum, because uh, he had died in the utero, and uh, so that it all basically was looked like mush on the uh, on the MRI. In three months of treatment of this little boy, we grew a new little brain for him, according to the MRI. And when he came to, he couldn't even suck, and you know, couldn't talk, nothing. He was just a little blob, and uh, he was only uh, eight months old. And so he was tube-fed, and and, uh, when we were done with him, he was able to try and crawl. He could say mama and recognize people, uh, his relatives, and recognize each one, and watch cartoons and laugh at the right time, at the right right scenes. So uh, this is indicative that he actually had a brain that was working that the MRI showed there. So uh, the possibilities are great. Now, this is on a child that has a lot of stem cells and, and you can do a lot with. But I'm going to tell you a story about a chiropractor who was 33 years old that went to down to Jamaica and, and uh, on a vacation came back and she began to go downhill. And in six months, she was in the hospital on a respirator and the physicians in Chicago couldn't figure out what was wrong with her, uh, but the unknown disease. And uh, so when she was to the point where she was unconscious, they wanted to pull the plug on her and let her expire. And her father demanded that they do another MRI on her brain because he said it has to be the brain because she's lost all this function. And to their amazement, the MRI showed holes all over her brain. It looked like Swiss cheese. And the holes are quite large, as big as the end of your thumb, the whole last digit of your thumb. One of them was as big as your whole thumb. And this is what, of course, had something that had been eating away at her brain. So they did a biopsy and found that she had picked up a parasite there. From Sounds like it. I was going to say something got in there. Yeah, being properly cooked food. And... So they biopsied it, found out the parasite, and, and gave it the proper drug for it, which killed the parasite, which was enough to actually uh, reduce the swelling to where she could breathe on her own. Then uh, they said, well, you might as well take her home because it's costing you a huge amount of money to keep her here in the hospital. Just hire a nurse and keep her at home. And uh, so he took her home. She's unconscious and still had no, you know, no movement. All she could do was breathe. He put it on the magnetic pad, the strongest one we make, we call it the super bed. And six months later, this lady is back practicing chiropractic. 
this was incredible to the doctors. So they did another MRI and found that all those holes were filled in with new brain. You see, the brain can recover because you're making new cells every day. And all we did was sped up that process and enhance the process. This really tells you the power of magnetism. There should be a lot more work done on discovery of its benefits. Recently, we found that we can take people with congestive heart failure in a couple of weeks of them sleeping in the, pet, in the MME. This is the large machine. You can double the ejection fraction of the heart. We've treated people that come in with, on oxygen three days, and they're off oxygen. So this is a big, big thing for regeneration of tissue. Uh, we've now treated 15, and 12 out of the 15 had a double ejection fraction. So this gives you a little idea of the regenerative ability of this. You see, your heart is full of uh, stem cells, so all we're doing is activating them and making them work much faster. What about a patient that has had radiation and chemo and they're violently sick from the treatments and they can barely function? Would the magnetic bed or the MME be of help? Well, the magnetic bed is great for detoxing, and we haven't even talked about that. We had another study done showing that actually we quite dramatically increase the amount of toxic mercury and lead and cadmium, all these things coming out in the urine from people just sleeping on the magnetic bed one night. And there was a study presented at North American Academy of Magnetic Therapy uh, that people, they found that people could get a lot more radiation uh, and chemotherapy if they used the magnetic bed because the body was able to recover and detoxify faster. And I have a question. Does the accelerated detoxing of these horrible chemicals like lead and mercury and arsenic moving through and out the kidneys, does this put too much pressure on the kidneys? We haven't found that. As a matter of fact, we usually use a a chelating agent. That's a binding agent, so the kidneys recognize it as something that doesn't want it, and so it goes out in a hurry without causing a great deal of recycling back and forth. What do you mean when you say you use a chelating agent? We use something like chlorella or DMSA or DMPS. Okay. See, uh, DMPS and, and DMSA are methylated sulfurs is what they are, so they have a high affinity for metals. Are you on that every day, too? Nope. Because you're sleeping on the highest level goss bed, right? Right. Well, once you clean it out and you measure that by doing urine analysis, the long and the short of it is that if you collect your urine overnight and you've taken DMSA, uh, for instance, like one capsule before you go to bed, 500 milligrams, and you collect it overnight and you send it off to doctor's data and they'll do analysis of that and tell you how much toxic metal came out and they'll, of each of the types of toxic metals. And if you show uh, in a very, very low range, you know that you've cleaned your body out. So really, probably until most of us get this type of magnetic bed, we should be taking DMSA. It works for the rest of the body uh, to a large extent and works uh, pretty good. But to get it out of the brain, you need uh, the magnetic bed. Now, there's some uh, chelating doctors that are using a lot of uh, 
IV, vitamin C. And EDTA, right? EDTA doesn't touch mercury. That's a myth that anybody tells you that it takes out mercury. It doesn't. You have to use DMPS or DMSA when you chelate and chlorella. So chlorella is the weakest of the chelators, but over time it works. So uh, they use alpha lipoic acid, vitamin, high dose of vitamin C and, and Q10 to try and raise the function of the uh, mitochondria so that it makes enough ATP to charge up the cell wall to force the toxic metals out. Now, we do that with a magnetic pad, which does it much better, much thoroughly, because we raise the the function of the mitochondria, so it's making a lot more ATP. Instead of running at 60 millivolt differential on the cell wall, we're running up over 100 millivolt differential on the cell wall. And this happens within 20 minutes, so uh, it's a much shall we say, more thorough way of getting mercury out of the brain. Matter of fact, uh, we've done a lot of work with autism, and we've shown that our method of using uh, chelation with a magnetic pad is far superior to anything anybody has uh, presently discovered. What happens when people buy the bed and then they have to travel? Does that mean that the nights that they are not on the bed, they can't sleep or... Is there a reverse horrible reaction? What has been your experience that people report? The longer they sleep on it, the better the effect lasts longer. In other words, say you're an arthritic and sleeping on the magnetic bed, you got rid of all your aches and pains and and you slept on it for uh, a couple of years and then you went away on vacation. Uh, towards the end of your vacation, if it was two or three weeks long, you begin to feel a little bit of pain coming back. So you get back on the bed and everything's good again. But there is no reverse action. It's just that you can slide back with some conditions. Now, things like MS and Parkinson's, you don't slide back but because they, that is, you've grown new brain cells and repaired damaged uh, nerves. So there's two different things here, but there isn't this reverse action. Uh, the only reaction that people get from sleeping on the magnetic pad would be the detox reaction if they're not taking a chelating agent and if they have a high metal content in their body. Most people don't have that, but if you've had a lot of the melgum fillings, uh, you probably are loaded with mercury. And when you get on the magnetic vent, that mercury starts coming out into the bloodstream. And in the morning, you'll wake up with a headache, which goes away quite shortly. But that's uh, it's much better to not have the headache and take the DMSA and get the mercury out of your body and the lead out of your body and the cadmium, the nickel, and the arsenic and the all of those bad things, okay? Absolutely. You said that this bed also reduces snoring because it brings higher amounts of oxygen that saturate the blood. Is that correct? That's correct. We did quite a large study on 88 people in that uh, study, and we showed conclusively that, that your oxygen saturation goes up. What about for thyroid? There's been some studies about the impact on the thyroid. Do you want to speak about that? I'd be interested in that. Well, because the thyroid is used a great deal, it's one of the organs that's used a lot, like the brain and the heart. Uh, so it picks up mercury uh, faster than other parts of the body. Now, if you have a thyroid full of mercury, it's not functioning. And 
you need to take supplementary thyroid, but getting on the magnetic bed and taking a chelating agent over time, you can clean that that thyroid out. You have spoken at the anti-aging convention, correct? The That's A4M. Right. That's right. And how were you received by them? Uh, the people in the audience, I was received very well by uh, the general, uh, shall we say, uh, people walking through. Uh, uh, look at it and say, how could this be? You know, sort of thing. But people that took the time to listen to the lecture, uh, and actually they were very receptive. Isn't it interesting that it could end up being that magnetism is the pathway by which even our energy needs get met? Wouldn't that be interesting? If not only it was one of the keys to health and well-being, but that it was also one of the keys in the energy industry that there may be a whole magnetic capacity that's available that is not in the market and functioning in the marketplace. It could be that this whole pathway is filled with many, many goodies. It is uh, interesting. That brings to mind something that just happened here last month. The a gentleman saw what we were doing on the Internet, and he came to see me here in my office, and, and he says, I want two of those super kings. Uh, magnetic pads, and I want one for each of my two houses, one in Oregon, one in uh, Washington. And so uh, we sold it to him and didn't think any more about it. And then he called and said, do you know what? Now I can run three times further, and my wife can run two times further than she could just a month ago. That's really profound. People spend a lot of money on their beds. Now, this goes under the mattress. Explain the logistics of how this works, this Magnetico pad. It's almost like a solid big magnet. You wouldn't want to sleep on it because it's hard, because uh, it's you know full of block magnets, and they're so close together it acts like one big magnet. And so, therefore, you put it underneath your mattress, and... It makes a magnetic field that the strongest one actually makes enhancement of the Earth's magnetic field two stories high and two stories below. So actually, we're it's acting like a great concentrator of the Earth's magnetic field, pulling it down through your body while you sleep, and that uh, speeds up the valence electrons, like we're talking about, charges them up, and enhances all your body chemistry. Now the reason, two another reason why we don't put it on top of the bed is because there's a little tiny peaks of positive in between the magnets, which is only a half inch high. But just to make sure that people don't get in that positive and have the emergency response, we make sure it goes under the mattress, and that's uh, all part of the design of this magnetic pad. What is your quality control process in terms of manufacturing? I think it's a important question to generate user confidence, aside from what you've shared in the reports and testimonials about this. What's your quality control process in the making of the pads? The, in the process, uh, it's pretty hard to mess up because you put uh, a whole... Uh, that's a good... All the magnets are placed so that they're orientated one way in the... Uh, we call them cams that feed into the slots in the foam. See this? We take foam and dense foam and we poke out a hole the size of the magnet. And so you have a whole foam here full of these holes. And then the cam comes along and places the uh, magnets uh, in each hole. So this is a uh, 
uh, that's part of the process. So that keeps people from uh, making a lot of mistakes. And then the last thing before we put the last layer on of canvas on the back, we test them with a magnet to make sure that uh, that it isn't, you know, there's no mistakes made or something. A magnet didn't jump and turn over or something. That's great. So you have a testing process. That's really what I wanted to hear. Yeah. How long do these pads last, and how do you make them last longer, or is there just a strict amount of time they will be functional, and then you have to replace them? The loss of magnetism in our pad is 6% in 40 years. That's not much. No, it's not much. That's pretty profound. And can you explain to the audience what is GAUSS? G-A-U-S-S, and why it's relevant and how your different pads have different Gauss measurements. Uh, a Gauss is a measurement of magnetic field. In other words, how, how many lines of flux is coming out from a magnet, okay? And the manufacturers measure their, their magnets by uh, cutting the hole in the middle of the magnet and putting a probe in there, measuring the internal measurement of the, of the magnetic field. So it doesn't really mean much because it doesn't say how far the magnetic field is going and how far, how quick it deteriorates. So uh, that isn't a very good measurement. So what we do is measure our magnetic field, what goes through the body, because that's what counts. And so even though we start out with a manufacturer's magnet that is 3950, 3950 gauss, we feel that means virtually nothing because uh, it's what goes through the body that counts. And you got to remember that magnetic field's got to go through the mattress and through your body. And that's when we say a five gauss magnetic field, that's what it would be in the middle of your body. Or a 10 gauss or a 20 gauss, that's what it would be in the middle of your body. So it's kind of like the distinction between eating food and absorbing it. It's what you absorb, right? And in your analogy, what you're saying is it's the amount of magnetism that goes through your body, period. It's not just the right. amount of gauss. That's right. And interestingly enough, uh, from your closest part to the magnets, which would be your rump uh, and your... Uh, wing bones, in other words, your scapulas, uh, they would be higher, and what comes out your breast is going to be lower. But it's only by two or three gauss difference between the bottom and the top. You said in many interviews that four, five tenths, one, one of the gauss is available now in terms of the magnetic field. Five tenths of one gauss is what we have here in North America. And what does that mean? It means that uh, it's very low, as opposed to what we had here originally during the Babylonian Empire. It was at least three gauss, and some areas it was five gauss. Now, when I interviewed you seven years ago, you gave me an analogy, and you said, every hundred years, the Earth loses 5% of its magnetic field. Is that still true? That is correct. But in some areas of the Earth... Uh, it's actually moving faster than that. Has anybody ever asked you before, what does the magnetite in our body relate to receiving magnetic field inputs? 
the only magnetite we have in our body is in the pineal gland there, and it's not very well developed. Let's put this way: it's much more developed in birds and in fish and things like that. We have and animals, we have a very poorly developed directional gland there. So you're not sure that the magnetite we have in our bodies has any connection to the magnetic field, as far as we know. As far as we know, none. And because it's such a minute amount, uh, we've tried, you know, people going in MRIs don't get disorientated and, you know, there's none of that sort of thing and it doesn't pull the magnetite to the brain tissue or anything like that. You see, it takes, it has, magnetism has everything to do with volume of the, of the magnetite. A tiny little speck of it has very little, uh, pull from a magnetic field, but uh, a large magnet in the middle of the body going into an MRI would would kill the person because it would pull the the magnet through the brain. So uh, worrying about magnetite in the body is, uh, let's put it this way, is a no-brainer if you know anything about the, the physics of magnetism. Why do you speak a lot about valence electrons when you're Discussing the science of magnetism, you use that phrase a lot, valence electrons. Why is that important and what is it? That's the outermost electron on the atom, and it's the one that binds two atoms together to make a molecule. It's the active one, in other words. And so without valence electrons, we don't have any chemical reactions. So uh, it's, the, uh, it's the one that's shared. It's shared between two atoms to make a molecule, and, and then molecules bind again to make other molecules and to make uh, enzymes and protein and muscles and what have you. I know that you're very conservative, Dr. Dean, in the way that you articulate the science of this, and you're very responsible the way you do it. I know that you had shared about the rat that had gained all this weight when the magnetic field went down. How is this affecting people that are overweight or obese? And have you gotten any type of testimonials from people who began sleeping on the bed and within months were actually finding they were losing weight? No, I don't have any testimonials of that. Uh, so <laughs> I can tell you why that is true, because along with uh, a person's lack of, well, let's start start from the beginning. The reason the, the mice started eating huge amounts of food was because they had a, felt a need for energy. And the reason people are eating a lot of food today, one of the reasons is, is because they have they feel low on energy, so they keep eating until they have feel they have more energy, and that's one of the reasons for obesity. And then after that, it becomes a habit, and so they carry on. So, uh, I the other part of this is a two-edged sword. You get better absorption when you're on a magnetic pad, so you're going to get more uh, nutrition going into the body. So I'm. Uh, I have not done any study on this. However, at John Hopkins, we had a uh, did a study with six OB mice, and they're called knockout OB mice, where they actually ruin the uh, the mechanism in the mice that actually determines whether you mobilize the fat out of the body and use it for energy, or whether you don't. And so we put these in the strong MME at 5,000 Gauss, and in one week, 
we completely repaired that genetic defect. So, and the mice lost 25% of their weight because they were already overweight because of this genetic defect that was caused by genetic engineering. Wow. That's wild. Can you explain how the magnetic field being lowered impacts depression or is causal in the area of depression? And whatever studies that you've looked at and whatever evidence you have to share about that. I would suggest people go to Dr. Robert O. Becker's book, Cross Current, because he talks about that a great deal. You see... Uh, when your energy level drops, and I say energy, vitality drops, your brain is is depressed because you can't do the things that you would like to do. You can't even think. Your brain is muddled, and you become very depressed. And so when we have people sleeping on the magnetic pad, they build up their their the ability of the brain to make electricity, and and they along with that they begin to think. It's just uh, a lot clearer. So we find that people. Uh, good example of this: we've done quite a few cases of attention deficit disorder, and these kids are uh, in trouble. But when we put them on the magnetic pad, uh, they jump a grade at school. In other words, they jump from an A to I mean, from a C to a B or whatever. We jump one grade because they have the energy to think. And when when you're running out of energy, you can't think. You're in a, uh, shall we say, kind of a, a comatose state. And this leads to depression because you, you think, well, I can't do anything. And, and so you just keep on, shall we say, deteriorating. So really by providing more energy to the brain, uh, it helps. But we also make uh, the brain make more serotonin, which is the hormone that is usually deficient in these people because, again, we're enhancing the chemistry in the brain. So it's it's a two-way thing here. It's making more serotonin and and actually providing more energy to the person so they they feel more worthwhile and and feel they can do things that they used to do when they were a kid. So it feels like and it sounds like there's no way to overdo enhancing your magnetic field because we're so depleted. That is correct. Do you think that we would ever overdo our magnetic field inputs? Well, I wondered about that because I, from talking to the geologists about the level of magnetic field that the dinosaurs are buried in, and it was 300 gauss, and we're down to a half a gauss now. And I've made now uh, two uh, or three now very powerful magnetic beds. Uh, one was, two of them were 300 gauss, and people slept on them every night. And the other one I made, uh, two others I made at 500 gauss. Now, this is a quite a substantial increase over what you we have now, a thousand times more, huh? Right. So this is um, a good experiment. We wanted to know if the uh, 500 gauss bed would reverse aging, and so we're working on that, and the people are having uh, a great deal of energy and doing very well. The other one I used on a lady, uh, this is an 80-year-old lady that had a stroke, and she was paralyzed on one side and had couldn't speak and in one year now she's completely normal so it rebuilt her brain so uh, and she sleeps on it every night so it doesn't do any any harm to her 
of the people that were healthy, we were doing the anti-aging thing, uh, they found no problem with it whatsoever. It sounds like you've been doing this for years. How many years have you had this pad? That's been out now for 21 years. Isn't it amazing how you can develop something that's ahead of its time and basically you have to wait on the civilization to get the new knowledge, to absorb it, and to then run with it? You would think that they would have picked it up a lot. You know, we did a epidemiological study back in, uh, oh, this is over 10 years ago. And this is uh, back east. And we, uh, the university, they set up the parameters of the study uh, with the University of Virginia. And this was just a small epidemiological study, 925 people over three and a half years. And the reason we did this study, we wanted to see what the long-term effects of sleeping on a magnetic pad every night. And this is just the five Gauss one. We found, because uh, we kept records on these people, we found that we had a 78% reduction in the new incidence of cancer on these people as compared to this age-matched people on the Center for Disease Control study. So this was a properly done study and an 87% reduction in the new incidence of cardiovascular disease. Now, this brings us up. Why is this? It's major. Uh, major. It's, ma- it's major. Every person in the United States should be sleeping on the five-gauss pad to reduce the cost of Medicare and, you know, the, and the pain and the suffering. And you'd think that somebody would have grabbed onto that. You know who I think should be getting these beds? The veterans. Everyone, every one of them should be on it. You know, we found recently, uh, since I talked to you last. Tell us. This is, this is an interesting story about cardiovascular disease. There was, I was lecturing on this at a, uh, at a medical meeting, this ACAM meeting, and uh, the uh, doctor comes up afterwards and says, Well, he says, uh, I got a challenge for you. I have three of my patients I've been giving. Uh, EDTA chelation with phosphatidylcholine and ethylopoic acid and high doses of vitamin C, all of these things. And, and they still have angina and they have 60 to 80% occlusion of their coronary arteries. And we know that because we're sending them down to UCLA uh, Medical School and having them tested every year to see if we're making any headway. So far, we've made no headway. Now, you send me the magnetic pads, and we'll uh, put them under these three people because we have a baseline, and we'll see what happens. We won't change anything else except the magnetic pad. In one year, all three of these people got rid of their angina, and they had a 60 to 80% reduction in the plaque in their coronary arteries. Wow. Now, now, we've carried this on just using DMSA and our magnetic pad at another site with a cardiologist, and we're finding exactly the same thing. Do you find that the doctors are open to you now? There's way more doctors that are getting wind of this? Uh, unfortunately, I don't think so. Uh, it's the matter of, uh, <laughs> let's put it this way, the doctors are being pressed more every day financially. Uh, the insurance companies are cutting back and deducting from their premiums. Uh, the government is doing the same thing. And so uh, MDs are basically in a financial bind. And so they are not looking at anything that's uh, going to 
to say detract from their income. That's sad. Actually, nature paths are, are a lot more open than the MDs at this point, even though they're sleeping on the magnetic pads themselves. Absolutely fascinating. Do you think that the economy of scale, the cost of these pads will go way down if there is a higher volume of people that know about it and are using it? Like, what would it take to bring the cost down so it's more accessible to more people? And I'm sure that you do it at the best price you can do it to be in the business. But I was just wondering. That's a a good question. Uh, Let's put it this way. We couldn't go any lower than we are now. Right, I understand. The cost of the magnets has doubled. The cost of the foam has doubled. Uh, You know, everything has doubled over the last 10 years, and yet we've kept our price the same. And uh, this is, uh, so we're getting squeezed too. Got it. Now, you had moved from Canada to Nevada, and we're glad that you're in the USA. Has it been a difficult challenge to move, or do you feel like it was a good move? It was a good move because our, it cut our overhead down. Uh, we were in Calgary, which was a, a booming city, and our our rent just kept going up as well as everything else. And so we just finally decided, well, enough was enough, and we moved down here. Where uh, let's put it this way: our overhead dropped very dramatically, and uh, which has made us profitable, which we're happy to say, which we were not profitable when we left there. So this has been good. It was a big job moving it. Five uh, semi-vans full of stuff, so that's a lot of a lot of moving. That's a big move. Well, I'm so delighted that you've come back to share with us about magnetism, about what's happening with the Earth's magnetic field, and developments over the last seven years. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us? No, any of you people that have had an infarcted heart or congestive heart failure, the best treatment available today for any of them is going to one of our clinics, and they go on on our website at amri-intl for international.com. So it's amri-international.com. And where are these clinics right now? There's one in Virginia Beach, very nice clinic there. One in Toledo, Ohio, one in Tucson, Arizona, and one in Washington State with Dr. Jonathan Wright. Oh, really? Jonathan Wright? Oh, how incredible. He's awesome. Yep, he is. He's one of the front runners in hormones as well. That's awesome. That's right. He's he's a good credit. And... uh, the one in Toledo, Ohio is with Dr. Jim Roberts, who is a uh, very good researcher. He's a cardiologist and a researcher in in that area. So uh, well-known, speaks at most medical meetings. Dr. Dean Bonley, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking with, learning from, and listening to Dr. Dean Bonley. He is the pioneer of the Magnetico sleep pad and the Magnetic Molecular Energizer. You can reach him at magneticosleep.com. It's a real pleasure and an honor to have you back on the show. Thank you so much for being with us, Dr. Bonley. Yeah, and our phone number, and we take calls all day long, 1-800-265-1119. Thank you so much.